Okay, folks, I'm going to hit you up with some science before we get this episode started. So bear with me. Believe it or not, according to a Harvard study that was conducted for the last like 75 years, the number one indicator for happiness is the quality of our relationships. Yeah. And in the previous episode, we talked about the relationship with yourself. The one that you have with yourself is the most important relationship you can have. But in this week's episode, it's all about your relationships with others. I believe they fall into three categories, the healthy ones, the toxic ones, and those like in-between ones that you're trying to work on and figure out. So today I'm going to give you signs of toxic relationships and signs of really healthy relationships. What we're going to be doing is evaluating the different relationships that you have in your life. Where do these people fall in? Do they fall into the area of toxicity Or do they fall into the area of really healthy relationships? Or are they in between? What's up, everyone? Welcome to Rethinking with Rosalba, a motivating, inspiring, and empowering podcast. I want to help you rethink and improve your mindset, goals, and habits so that you prioritize your happiness, passion, energy, and your overall well-being. Whether you're just starting your journey towards self-improvement or you're looking to take your personal growth to that next level, this podcast has something for everyone. So join me on this path to becoming the best version of yourself. All right, now I want to start off with a disclaimer. I am no therapist, okay? Life coaches aren't, we're not therapists. So if you're struggling with your relationships in a, in a way that needs deep help, I recommend that you see a counselor or a therapist for that. I'm here as a life coach to provide you some research I found along the way regarding relationships. So disclaimer, don't start divorcing people and leaving people like this is just for you to reflect on. Seek out counseling if it's something like super deep, okay? Okay, so now that that's out of the way, I really wanna start off with the toxic relationships first, and then we'll get into how to build like healthy ones, right? So we'll end it on a good note. Now, this is super important, so keep this in mind. This whole episode is based on all forms of relationships, okay? That means the ones with your family, your friends, your children, yeah, your romantic partners, maybe even your exes, and even your work relationships, right? Like the one with your boss or your your colleagues. So please keep that in mind. I don't want you to take this episode and purely make it about romance. No, you have several forms of relationships in your lives. I want you to analyze all of them. Okay, so let's take a look at the definition of a toxic relationship. It means it's very harmful or unpleasant in a pervasive way, all right? That's what we have to think about when we think about toxic. So we really need to be aware of which relationships are falling under that toxic route. I mean, are you in one? And if you are, with who? Okay, so when you get a chance, play this episode back, or if you have like a paper now, or can do this on your phone, whatever, like you can do this activity now, but I want you to do this activity, make a list, with several columns of every set of relationships you have in your life. So each column is a separate relationship, a column of family, a column of friends, maybe even a column of cousins, colleagues, romantic partners, et cetera. You get it. Now I'm gonna go through some signs of toxic relationships based on research, all right, this is not my thing. 
And I just want you to name the person on the list, right? Just write it down that could be exhibiting some of this behavior. So for example, let's say I go through toxic trait number one and you realize like, oh man, Mary from work uh, does that to me. So under that work column, you're just going to write Mary's name. And let's say I go through toxic trait number two and you're like, damn, that's my tia. She does that. Then under the family, you're going to just write your aunt's name, right? And then what we're going to do is kind of see like what person is, <laughs> what person's name are you fucking writing down a lot? Right. So it's almost like we're doing a relationship audit. The purpose for this activity is that it really gives you like a bird's eye view of which relationships in your life currently is causing you the most stress or pressure, conflict, pain, or I don't know, they're just challenging. Sometimes we don't even recognize it. So that's why I find this activity so helpful. It's one that I do with my clients in order to really have them analyze what is going on with your people. <laughs> Okay, so let's get into the signs of some toxicity in relationships. I'm gonna go through the list. Number one, you feel unsupported, maybe misunderstood, judged, criticized, undermined, or even attacked by this person. Second one, you can feel drained or unhappy around this person, like it's just constant negative energy. You know how I feel about protecting your energy, right? So these people are just like, lowering your vibe in general. Okay, next up, the person could be manipulative, loads of gaslighting involved, all right? That's fucking hella toxic. All right, after that is that they can't fucking communicate with you or not even just about communication, but they're not even willing to accept your boundaries or work on issues and because there's such a lack of fucking communication. That's a big one. Another form of toxicity is that they can be controlling, right? And let me speak to this a little bit because this one hits home for me. Unfortunately, in some cultures, like families play a huge role in this one, right? In being controlling. I can speak for myself, like, Parents, grandparents, aunts, like everyone weighs in on their fucking opinion and they really try to control all your actions and blah, 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 blah. So sometimes cultures play a part in this. I want you to keep that in mind. Now, what controlling can look like at work is if someone is like, if there's like an abuse of power there, right? The the power dynamics are off. That's what controlling could look like, you know, in, in a job setting. Okay, another form is that they're so fucking dramatic <laughs> and they fucking bring that drama into your nice little peaceful land, right? People that are just pessimistic as fuck. On that note, they can honestly affect, and this is just another point, they can affect your mental health, right? So for example, if the person is constantly stressing you out, they're giving you fucking anxiety, you're gonna lose sleep over that, right? Playing out fights in your head or going through conversations you had in your head, like that's not fucking, that's not healthy for your mental health. So that's a form of toxicity too. Damn, this next one is just like, oh man. Some people make you feel hella insecure or bad about yourself. They basically like, it's almost like their mission to break you down, to break down your self-esteem. That is nasty. Next up, it's a relationship where the entire dynamic is one-sided. So for example, the other person is just a taker, a taker, a taker, a taker, and you, 
just keep on giving and giving and giving and giving. These are the types of people that make everything about themselves, right? They're always the fucking center of attention. And believe it or not, that honestly can be toxic because what's happening? We're pouring into someone else's cup and hello, are they giving it back to us? No. And the last one, I'm gonna end with this, even though there's actually quite more signs of toxicity, but this last one is that you feel like you're walking on eggshells around this person. That is not good for any form of mental state. Okay. So hopefully on your list, well, not hopefully because you really don't want toxic relationships because they suck, but hopefully you made an audit of who falls where, right? And if you don't have many listed, that's perfect. That's great. That means you have several healthy relationships and that's dope. Or at least you have several relationships that you're working on building it to make it healthy. Great. Now on that note, we really have to ask ourselves the question, can you transform a toxic relationship? And I'm gonna be honest, it depends. It depends on if it's salvageable. It really depends on if both of you are willing to put in the work. So let's talk about transforming these toxic relationships that you may see on your list. To transform a toxic relationship, there are two key ingredients, two key ones. First, communication, period. Communication is needed. Second, boundaries, that is, a non-negotiable. Let's first talk about communication. You need to, if you're in a toxic fucking relationship, you need to speak up. You need to speak up to that person and let them know how they're making you feel. Because hello, if you're not com- if you're not communicating, how the fuck are you gonna mend things, right? So you need to speak up, let them know how you feel. I mean, I wouldn't start a convo off with, yo, you're toxic as fuck, change, bro. Like, I probably wouldn't start the conversation that way. Just speak honestly, right? Let them know You wanna maintain the relationship, like you want the relationship, but you need some things to change. They need to know how they're affecting you. And this is where you can speak up about your boundaries, the boundaries you wanna have in place. Now, there are different forms of boundaries. There are physical, emotional, and even mental boundaries. So before having this conversation, make it clear with yourself on which boundaries you feel are being crossed, right? And then once you make it clear in your mind, then you make it clear to them, right? The boundaries you wanna have in place, the things you won't accept, certain behaviors that you will not accept anymore. They're not good for the relationship and they're not frankly good for your mental health. So they basically need to know how their behavior affects you and how you will respond to them if they keep that shit up. So let's say that you have the communication done, you set up boundaries, right? This and that. So let's say you went through it. You're honest, great, blah, 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 blah. Let's look at next steps. I'm gonna share something with you that's a little personal. So my mom and I, we have, oh my God, we have quite a difficult relationship, but I've always taken this piece of advice from her, which, Honestly, she did not make it up. It was probably some philosopher or something. But anyway, she used to always say you can't change people. Actually, scratch that. (laughs) She actually always said people don't change. But what I think she was trying to get at is that you can't change them. It's unrealistic to feel that we can change people in order for them to match the expectations we have of them. Like that's not human nature. What we can control is how we react to these people. So let's say you had your communication, you put up your boundaries, what's next? It's really digging into how we're reacting. So 
First, perhaps one tip you can use is stop spending so much time with this person, right? Like give yourself a limit. Let's say, for example, like I can only spend this much time with my aunt because she's just going to give me some shit, right? Or maybe only surround yourself with them when you know your energy can handle it at that time, right? Because we can't just like eliminate everybody from our lives. Some people we do, I don't know, sometimes we do have to spend some time with these people, but we have to manage how we react to it. If you're having a low vibe day, why the fuck would you want to surround yourself with a person that criticizes you? Like, it's not a good, it's just not good. So that's like one tip. Maybe you have to just spend a limited amount of time with the person. Now, sometimes you have to keep complete physical distance or emotional distance or honestly even end the relationship. But again, I'm not gonna suggest you do that. Go see a fucking therapist if this is something that you're considering, right? Because it's a it's a big deal to cut people out. And sometimes it's not about cutting people out. It's just our mindset. I want you to think about this with toxic people, right? People that hurt people are going through their own demons. That's why they project onto others. So don't take on their toxicity, right? Going back to the person who drags you, right? They just fucking constantly drag you and wants to fuck with your self-worth. Remember, we're in charge of how we feel about ourselves. Other people don't control your emotions, you do. So never let outside factors fuck with that. Let me give you an example. There's one relationship I have with a family member who we kind of come in and out of each other's lives um, because sometimes I just need fucking space, right? When they're when they super cross a boundary and I can't fucking take it. But I tend to come back to the relationship and lead with empathy and compassion because I know that they're not in a place to understand and they're stuck in their own shitty mindset. You know, we have to keep in mind that everyone is on their own separate journey, right? And maybe their growth isn't there yet. So what I try to do with this relationship in particular with this family member is I try to model the healthy parts of having a relationship. Will they take it on? I don't know, they haven't yet. With this relationship in particular, I try to lead with empathy and compassion because I know they, I know, (laughs) I really know that there are some demons that they're fighting and they are really, it's just they're projecting shit onto me. And I'm guarded, you know what I mean? I have my fucking armor on, like they're not gonna fuck with my mood. If they cross a boundary, I take a, you know, I take a hot second to come back in, but I wanna come in with love again, right? But this is just my experience. I'm not suggesting this is for everyone. I just kinda wanna give you like a different way to think about this. And if it's super toxic and dangerous even, you need to get help and honestly perhaps leave. You really don't wanna settle for something that you don't deserve. So evaluate if the relationship is salvageable or not. And I know this next part, This next part is gonna be hard to hear. Toxic relationships give us pain, for sure. But they also provide us lessons, right? I mean, here are the lessons that we gain from toxic relationships. They suck to go through, but what happens is that we will never, ever, 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 ever wanna be in something like that again. So what happens is if we learn the lesson, this is only if you learn the lesson of the toxic relationship, what happens is we start becoming more comfortable with setting boundaries and having healthy communication, right, from the get-go. 
So the negative thing can actually lead and turn to a positive thing for us. Okay, so that was toxicity. Let's get happy again and let's talk about building or even maintaining healthy relationships. So what do we need to have a healthy relationship or even to build a healthy relationship? I want you to make a list again, right, with the columns, but instead of all the toxic relationships, let's look at the healthy ones with that bird's eye view, right? So here we go, again, all the columns, column of friends, column of family, blah, 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 blah. Let me give you some signs of a healthy relationship. Number one, the person makes you feel good about yourself. Oh my God, isn't that the best feeling? Second up, there's an equal amount of give and take. This is just, and not that there's always going to be an, like a 50-50 amount of give and take. I guess what I mean here is that there just is give and take. It doesn't necessarily have to have a 50-50 percentage, right? Because sometimes some people need more from us at a certain time than others and vice versa. So keep that in mind. All right, next up, this is important. You feel safe around the person. I don't think we value our safetyness enough, right? You feel super safe around this person. That's very healthy. Also, you trust them. You respect them. Trust, let me, trust is a complicated topic because there are several layers to trust. I mean, as we know, it takes a long time to build. I, see, this is super complicated because what happens is, and, and I think this is where a lot of relationships kind of fail, especially now with this fucking dating scene, but we trust people a little too early. Like we give them all our trust right away. And and then, I don't know, there's like disappointment. You have expectations, there's disappointment. Like it's a whole complicated thing. I think I'm going to do a separate episode breaking down trust and I don't know, it's just the different layers of it. But either way, for this healthy relationship, you trust them, you respect them. All right, next up, you love spending time with them. It is just high fucking vibes. Another positive thing is that you can be yourself around them, right? Because, because you know you're not being judged. You know you're not being criticized. Now, I'm not saying that all of these people have to be your fucking cheerleader at all times, but you know that you can be like yourself. And that's really important that we're not putting up a front for other people just to maintain a relationship. Okay, this next one is the flip side to toxicity. When it's a healthy relationship, there's no manipulation, no controlling, no gaslighting. It's just fucking genuine. Okay, a couple more left. They listen to you. Listening is very important and not listening while they're on their phone and like multitasking and all that shit. Like they're genuinely listening to you. Damn guys, that's so, so fucking important, right? That you're heard. Not that someone is just fucking taking in words, but that they're absorbing those words and really listening to you. It's also that they're patient with you, that they forgive you because let's be real, we fuck up too, all right? We're not fucking perfect. So when we fuck up, these people that are in healthy relationships with us, they forgive us, they're really patient with us. And best of all, out of all these signs of a healthy relationship is that they respect your boundaries. I cannot emphasize that enough. They are respecting your boundaries. Here's what you can do to like build and maintain all of this that we just talked about. Surround yourself with people that make you feel these things, right? This is gonna increase your vibe, it's gonna increase your energy, and even like your mental state, right? It'll get healthier. But I want you to be realistic too. With healthy relationships, you have to keep in mind that we're gonna experience up and downs with them, right? This is not to say a person has to show all of these qualities every single time. We are human. <laughs> 
But if it's healthy, you'll see a lot of these qualities pop up. I guess what I'm trying to say is that the relationship brings you more pleasure than pain. But it is not that every person is going to fit all of these roles. Like, for example, you may have a friend that is super dope at listening to you, right? But let's say your brother's not. Like, he just doesn't fucking listen to you, right? So, hello, when you need someone to listen to you because you got something going on, then go to your friend when you need someone to hear you out. But let's go back to your brother. Maybe your brother is good for feeling safe with, right? Or maybe it's just like laughs and good times with him hanging out. Then that's his role. Do not expect every person in your life to fill every role here. It's impossible. And honestly, it's just not fair. When we're putting these fucking heavy expectations on every single person, like it's not realistic to be like, okay, you have to listen to me. You always have to be high vibe around me. You have to cheer me on. Never criticize me. Blah, 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 blah. That's like, come on. That's just not a thing. Expectations leads to disappointments. So don't do that. Don't put that pressure on people. And listen, you're probably not going to like this either, but relationships are a two-way street. So consider if you're displaying these traits too. I mean... (laughs) you might be the toxic one, honestly, or you might be the one working on the healthy relationship. I don't know, but check yourself too. And you know me, I'm all about vibes and I'm all about energy and frequency. I honestly believe to attract this form of relationship, right? This healthy form in your life, you have to display these traits yourself. Because listen, how people treat you is their karma. That's on them. But how you treat others, that's on you, right? So you need to keep yourself in check. And like I mentioned in a previous episode, every, and I mean every, every, every healthy relationship starts with the one you have with yourself. It's about self-love, babes. You got to start there. And then you're going to see that trickling into the other relationships you have in your life. Okay, so if I leave you with anything in this episode, let it be that you evaluate the relationships in your life, that you communicate, set boundaries, and put out the energy you wanna attract. And of course, here goes back to my disclaimer, seeking outside support like a counselor or therapist is a good idea for those more complicated relationships, let's say. The point here is to be aware of where your relationships lie and how they make you feel and how you can move forward from there. Well, that's a wrap for me. Thanks for joining me in this episode of Rethinking with Rosalba. If you learned anything from this episode, I'd love for you to share it with a buddy, a friend, like spread the love. And don't forget to follow my show so you never miss out on one of the latest episodes. All right, guys, catch you later.